Angels and Astros. Evan Gaddis and Carlos Correa trying to help the Astros get back the number one seed in the American League. We'll take it to the bottom of the first. Correa at the plate. 3-1. And that's lined into right field. The base hit. Bregman on his way to third. He's around third and coming home. The throw to the plate by Calhoun is over the hand of Broderall. Backed up by Norris as Bregman scores. Correa goes to second. Gets an RBI single. And the Astros lead it 1-0. And that's line down the left field line, and that one will get down and go all the way to the wall. Bregman around third, he will score. Gonzalez stopped at third. Carlos Correa, his second RBI hit of the day. This one a double, and it's two to nothing Astros. Here's the 0-1, and Gaddis hits this one deep to left field. Up and will just watch that one go. A three-run home run for Evan Gaddis, and the Astros' lead is five to nothing. Morton set. Here's a two-two. Curve ball, swing and a miss, struck him out. Young is the first out of the inning. That's Morton's third K. Three-two. That is on the inside corner for strike three. Trout goes down looking, and the inning draws to a close. Astros take this one six to two. Charlie Morton gets the win. He goes seven innings, allowing one run on four hits with five strikeouts. A good game for Carlos Correa, three for three with three RBIs. The Astros have won eight of their last nine. The Angels are now riding a six-game losing streak. A.J. Hinch and the Astros able to pull it off against the Angels on Saturday as they win 6-2. to two. Here's what Hinch had to say about the victory. I think when Charlie starts throwing strikes, first off, he's nasty. I mean, that's, it's, he's really good. And, and, and when he gets inside the strike zone and, and the hitters get threatened, they, they come out swinging. And when he's throwing quality strikes, he gets some early outs, and it looked like they, um, you know, either sensed that he was going to be a strike thrower or um, just didn't want to let the at-bat get too deep. They were swinging really early. He had three or four innings in a row of sub-10 pitch count, which means he's throwing quality strikes. They're, they know it. We know it. Ball and play, play good defense behind him, and, and, and a pretty efficient outing. Maybe quietly had a really good season. How do you plan to utilize him in the postseason? Yeah, he's had a very good season. Um, and, you know, the discussion underway is, is, is really what's the best use of him. I mean, he could very much make a start in the playoffs. He could, um, you know, be an effective weapon out of the bullpen if we go that route. We, we really don't know, and we don't have to know for a while. And, you know, there'll be another outing that he'll have. You know, and these aren't really audition outings as much as they are giving us some time to, to line things up the way that we would, the way that we would see it. But... He's, he's an effective pitcher against both righties and lefties. He's, um, his velocity is held for, for six straight months. Um, you know, he's found a way to, to keep his mechanics in order and keep quality strikes coming. And, and like you said, I think it's a little underappreciated uh, or unnoticed what he's done to, to put up the kind of year that he's done. Uh, it's not underappreciated because we, we know exactly what we have. Seeing Marwin go the other way a couple times today, mm -hmm. do you think that's indicative of maybe him kind of getting back into where he was earlier in the season? Yeah, I think just covering different pitches are important for him. You know, he he's uh, you know he's done a good job of laying off secondary pitches and getting some fastball counts and and getting some pitches to hit. And as the at bats gotten longer, he's he's been become so much more disciplined this season as a whole than he was you know leading up to this season. And I think that um, you know obviously his his numbers have gone through the roof, but his quality at bats have 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 maintained a very high level. And part of that is that you know he can go the other way. He he obviously missed hit the ball down the left field line and got a got a little lucky there. But then all of a sudden, when they do get into a good count, he yanks the ball down the other line with some strength and hits another extra base hit. So uh, you know just a just a remarkable season that continues for him. He's an important piece for us. 
uh, whenever we've had some injuries, he's answered you know the, the question. He's an everyday player, and I think that um, that type of weapon, switch hitting everyday player that can move around the field seven or eight positions, is is very rare. When do you guys plan to make those decisions in terms of playoff roles and playoff roster? You know, I mean, given that we won the division, we don't really have to until after the regular season if we don't want to. I mean, making it public and deciding what we're doing is going to be a little bit different, but. You know, I will continue to talk about it internally. You know, what what I disclose, you know, will be somewhere in that gap. But we have a three days off between the end of the season and and the playoffs. So I, um, you know, I, I think I used this this quote the other day: is we 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 don't have to make a decision on the same timeline that you guys want to know, and not you directly, just anybody in general. We have a ton of time on our hands to to make the right decision. There's a lot of baseball left, and we'll we'll utilize our our guys the best we can. Yeah, the top the top end of our lineup, uh, we're still some primary players that play a lot. The bottom half are guys trying to, to battle for that last spot on the playoff roster and and see what what they can offer. They've all been up here, and and the twelve o'clock game, you know, begged for some of these guys to get some days off. And when they step up and um, and can play, it's nice to have them be included. Um, and then within that, obviously, Bregman, Gonzo, uh, Correa have have really really good nights. Gaddis, it's a big three run homer. Um, you know, we could have won in a lot of different ways today, but those guys that are normally at the bottom of our order, guys like Gaddis and even Marwin's been down a little bit, Bregman's been down a little bit, step up at the top of the order and produce. It was a good day. There's never a point in which you doubt Correa, but coming off the injury, I would assume this week's been really encouraging everything you've mm-hmm. seen pretty much since Sunday. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think it's unfair for for anyone to have expected him to just seamlessly transition from, a, from an injury the way he's had it to um, – to be back in form, both strength and production, and and I know the I know he's sort of Superman, but he, he does deserve a little bit of a ramp to get get himself back ready. The back end of his rehab was in the big leagues. You know, we brought him up here after once he was deemed healthy, not necessarily once he had had enough at bats. And and the fact that he's making these adjustments here, it's it's good for him to see. I think because of the the time missed, you know, we don't want anyone to be uncomfortable timing wise going into the going into the postseason, and so the. You know, hitting the ball squarely a couple times, coming up big, getting the intentional walk will tell you the other side certainly doesn't doesn't uh, disrespect them. So uh, it's, a, it's a good day for him. A good game for Carlos Correa. He goes three for three with three RBIs. Here's what he had to say about his performance. He's trying to get a, a good pitch to hit, you know, and be able to put a good swing on it. I'm not trying to get too big. I'm not trying to hit a home run. I'm just trying to put the ball and play hard somewhere. And, you know, today I found the hole three times. Carlos, you are so proud of your Puerto Rican homeland. You have a message on your hat right now. How tough has this been for you emotionally this week? It's been really tough for me emotionally, especially knowing nothing about my grandparents. Uh, you know, my, my grandpa has Alzheimer's, so you know, it's pretty tough to move around with him. So, you know, very concerned about their health. But, you know, right now uh, all I can do is pray and have them on my thoughts. We're looking for ways to help Puerto Rico. And as soon as we can, we're going to go out there and, and help in a big way. Sunday, Lance McCullers Jr. takes the hill for the Astros.